There. There we are. That should do it. Hee hee. That'll show him. Thinks he's better than me, does he? Well, no one gets one over on Tony Banks. Ah, bright light. Bright light. Oh, White Town. What are you up to in here? On your own? In the dark? Eh? Should I come back later? No, uh, I was just exercising my genius, actually. That'd better not be a euphemism. What? No, no, I was just typing on the computer. Oh, thank God. Look, it's a beautiful day outside. Mike says you should go out and play footy while he makes us some lunch. I wish Mike wouldn't mind his own business. I've told him before, I don't like football. Or any sort of ball, for that matter. Hmm. Unless it's a star-studded gala ball celebrating my solo work, of course. <laughs> yeah, like that's ever going to happen. Shut up, Phil. Anyway, what do you want? Like I said, it's a lovely day out. Why are you sitting up here in your room on a computer in the dark? Are you looking at those adult websites again? You'll go blind. No, I'm not, Philip. And I resent the implication that I spend all of my time looking at rude pictures of ladies. That's not what your browser history says. Look, that's not what I've been doing, Phil. I've actually been hard at work on a personal project. <laughs> yeah, right. A personal project. No, no, no. I suppose the only way to get you off my back is to show you. See? I've hacked into the Ticketmaster database. What? Why? Are you trying to reserve all the VIP seats to one of your classical performances again? I told you, if you do that, no one can book them, so you won't get paid. Yes, yes, yes. I understand that now, Phil. It was an error in calculations. I thought that the venue would pay me if they were reserved. No, I shan't be making that mistake again. Good. I'm pleased that you've learned your lesson. Actually, you haven't learned your lesson, have you? You're at it again. I'm telling Mike... No, Phil, no. That's not what I'm doing at all. Then what is it you're up to, Tony? <sighs> OK, I'll come clean. Look, you know that Steve is on tour again with a jelly baby? Jarve? The group is called Java. Whatever. Anyway, he's on tour with them, so I'm hacking Ticketmaster to redirect his ticket sales into our tour so that we sell out and he doesn't. Great plan, isn't it? OK, Tony. Now, there are two flaws in this plan. Well, I highly doubt that, Philip. I very rarely make an error which would result in one flaw, let alone two. That would be almost unheard of. Well... Let me explain then, because the first flaw that I can see in this plan is that we aren't on tour anymore. We've finished. Eh? We've finished our tour in March. 2022, that's over a year ago. Oh, I wondered why all of my keyboards weren't packed into their flight cases. And even if we were on tour, there's still the flaw that people booking tickets for Steve are paying significantly less than they would for us, so they're getting a bargain and we get less money. Oh, well, yes... There's that, I suppose. Yeah, let me have a look what you've done, Tony, and I'll see if I can fix it. Well, luckily, Tony, you aren't as good at hacking as you are at keyboard playing. Why, thank you, Philip. Because what you've actually done is hacked into Peter's tour. Peter's on tour? What is he touring? He's not released an album in over 20 years. Well, neither had we, Tony. 
We hadn't released an album together in 30 years. What about Calling All Stations? What's Calling All Stations? Oh, uh, nothing. Forget I ever mentioned it. Anyway, you've hacked Peter's tour, but only set up a redirect for one show. Oh, which one? Nottingham. He looks like all the ticket orders for Pete's gig are going to Mike's. Michael? Michael Rutherford? He has a band? Yeah, we've been over this. He plays in Mike and the Mechanics. Is... Is that a band or a group of mechanics? That's the name of his band. Right. OK. So, what? They work on a car in front of a live audience? No, it's just a name. They aren't really mechanics. You know Mike. Have you ever known him to get his hands dirty? So they don't even change the oil? There's no car, Tony. It's... Oh, look, never mind. But thanks to you, it looks like Mike will sell out, but Pete won't get anywhere near enough sales. He might have to cancel the gig. Oh dear, what a shame. He'll be very upset. He'll probably paint a sad face on himself. I bet cover your digital tracks. Right, there we are. He'll never trace it back to you. Oh, he wouldn't have anyway, Phil. I used your laptop. What? My laptop? Yes, I had to use a lot of dodgy software to perform the hack and I didn't want it to ruin any of my current masterpieces in production. What? Have you deleted my Sims 4 save and everything? Well, you wouldn't want me to lose all of my stuff, would you, Philip? But... Stop being so selfish, Philip. You always had to be at the front of the stage. I was the singer. You could have sung from the back. Or even from offstage. We'll talk about this later. I should probably tell you, I also use your credit card to buy all the dodgy software. For the life of me, I don't know why they needed all of your passwords as well. That's it. I'm telling Mike. Mike, tell Tony. Boys, boys. Sit down. Supper's ready. Greetings listeners, and welcome to this very special mini-sode of the Revelation Station podcast. Hello, I'm here too. We're recording mobile. Um, oh, not in my car this time. We're in my hotel room. Things are progressing well. <sighs> they are not progressing that well. Don't change your arm. <laughs> um, we're in Manchester. Uh, we went to see Peter Gabriel at the AO Arena yesterday. Not we... the IO Arena, it was the AO Arena. We did indeed. Um and we're just recording this with our thoughts the morning after. Yes, because it finished quite late last night and being old, yes. we need to go to Betty Buys with our Horlicks. Yes, and also we walked really slowly because we're so old to get back to our hotel. We did, we did. <laughs> we, we wandered through the streets of Manchester, Google taking us on many a strange little adventure as it, it refused to zero in on where we were. It did, although... It was, I told you, it was a straight line getting back, and it was all over the city centre on the way there. We must have gone through most of Manchester city centre getting there. Yeah. We went, we were turning left and turning right, and then yeah. it was a straight walk on the way home. Yeah. Down straight the line, one, one left turn, and that yeah. was it. But anyway, that's our 
Troubles. Yeah, that, but that's <laughs> a, two old men wandering the streets of Manchester <laughs> late at night. What could go horribly wrong? Mm, uh, that's not at all suspicious. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll give you our thoughts on Peter Gabriel's talk. Now, just as a pre-warning, there may be spoilers in this episode. Yeah. Not many, because I'm old and can't remember exactly. much. Exactly. So. But there may be spoilers. So if you are going to see Peter Gabriel on the North American leg of his tour, which starts in a little while, I can't remember exactly where it starts, please... If you don't want spoilers, turn off now. Yeah, just so you do know, he starts at the beginning. He does. He starts mm. at the beginning and he finishes at the end. And there's <sighs> a bit in the middle. He's a stickler for he that. Is. He is. He is. Now, this was the last date on the UK leg of the tour. There's one more date in Dublin um, on the 25th, I think, which is Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I say, the North American tour straight after that. So, all right, I'm going to have a little, little gap now for spoilers. So, if you don't want any spoilers for it, stop right now. What now? No, stop it now. Now, now. What then? Yes, just then. Right. So, Gary, what did you start think of of the uh, the show beginning? I mean, <laughs> before we get into the show, yes, let's just talk about the attendance. Yes, I was quite surprised. The auditorium mm. is quite a large auditorium. Yeah, and it was being generous. Three quarters full. Yeah, I think that is being generous. I mean, we were arguing the task last night as to whether it was three quarters full, five eighths full, mm. twenty six forty sevenths full. I yeah. mean, we couldn't quite decide, no. but we're gonna we're gonna just be generous and call it three quarters. Let's keep it simple. Three quarters full. It might be slightly more, might be slightly less, but yeah, it was. I mean, compared to when we saw Genesis there, packed. It was packed. Yeah. Although it was empty until close to the show actually It was, starting. and then they, then they just went, bar shutting, and yeah. everybody just rammed yeah. in at that point. But we were, we were there, and the lights yeah. went down, and there were still blocks, yeah. whole blocks A empty. Lot. It did seem, we did, did mention this, didn't we, that it did seem that the, the very expensive seats in the middle, like the 200 pound seats yeah down the ground they floor. were packed well that was three quarters full again towards the back of that there were there were mostly empty but by the time the show had started those had filled up yeah i know it just show, goes to show if you've got money you don't keep time very yeah well. um and the the seats we were in the, the cheap, cheap seats, seats. <laughs> they were pretty full yeah there weren't many empties there but it was the seats in between, the sort of the £125-ish Yeah, they were seats. mostly empty. It was they weird. Were. It was weird. Yeah. So it goes to show that Peter Gabriel fans either have a lot of money or bugger all Oh, money. no money. Yeah, there's exactly. No, there's no Peter Gabriel fans that just get by fine. Yes. They're either doing really well or they're struggling to buy bread next week. Yeah. yeah. And that's definitely us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we bought our own bread last night, didn't yeah. we? Just for snacks. So yeah. we didn't have to buy popcorn. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Which they were selling, weirdly. I've never seen anybody sell popcorn <laughs> at a... To music venue. No, I'm before. not either. That's Who weird. is going to sit there eating popcorn, <laughs> annoying everybody around them? <laughs> Throwing popcorn at the stage <laughs> when they don't like the songs. <laughs> but yeah, that was a bit odd. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that was strangely surprising. I I you know for saying this is Peter's first UK tour since I think 2015, 2016. Yeah, I would have thought that'd be more interesting. But then we were saying that. last night it's been so long since he's had a hit. Mm. Most people, when they think of Peter Gabriel. Talking about the late 80s, mm, it's I mean, true. you haven't seen him in mainstream music for yeah. a very long time. Yeah, and we'll talk about the set in a minute, and I think that was kind of oddly reflected in the set as well. Yes. But um, but yeah, that was 
That was very strange. I mean, at one point you went to the, the toilet, didn't you? And you said thanks, it was... thanks for pointing out that the old man the old has man trouble with his waterworks. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't go to the toilet at all, listeners, because uh, I'm considerably better at holding my bladder. Um, but... It may have been because you had one <laughs> pint of alcohol-free beer and I had two pints of real beer yes, beforehand. that's true. Yes. Um, Being the, the butch, macho-type <laughs> man I am. But you see, I forward planning, you see. Uh, I didn't have to go to the toilet. I don't mind going to the toilet as long as I get some decent beer. Mm. Mm. Um, but you went, you went out to the toilet and you said there's quite a lot of people still There was out. a lot of people outside mm. just milling around, going for burgers yeah. and food, chatting, drinking. There was more people outside mm. than there was actually seating inside, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. It was packed out there and this was halfway through a set. Yeah. Not, not, the, not the intermission because obviously yeah. there would be. But this was like, what... 20 minutes into the first set? Probably a bit longer than that. Probably 30, yeah. 30 40 minutes People in. People were wandering around outside. Mm. That's no shade on the set he was playing. Mm. It, it was just odd that there were so many yeah. people out there. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if that's why Nottingham was cancelled. Well, we discussed was. this on the ride up because mm. he was saying it was logistical. But if mm. it's, the attendance has been this poor, yeah. there has to be a cut-off point where you're not making money on a venue yeah. like that. Yeah, I You've think so. got to get the bucks in to pay for the... You know, yeah. well, as he said, he's got a huge crew transporting yeah. his stuff around. But yes. before we go on to the actual, the actual gig, yes. which we are going to go we on will. to, what did you think of the merchandise? Because everybody has an eye on the merchandise when they're going, because they want a memento of yes. the occasion. What did you think? Well, when we went to see Genesis, there was a really good selection of T-shirts. Mm. There was a few classic album T-shirts there was. recreated, sprinkled in there. There was some good T-shirts with nice designs on the front. Things on the back, wraparound t-shirts, wraparound t-shirts. There was um, a hoodie, a couple of hoodies. The you know the program beanies, beanie hat, mugs, key ring, key rings. You will love a key I ring. Love don't a key you? ring. There's loads when we went to see Genesis, and I was a bit underwhelmed by the merchandise. There were some interesting designs. Mm. Um, I particularly like the sort of grey with the black. In the centre, yes. like almost like I, a black hole effect. I th- I'm not sure if it was a black hole or if it was supposed to be an iris. I don't know. It was that sort of yeah. effect, wasn't it? Yeah. And then there was the T-shirt with the moon and the eye yeah, on it, which was, was very nice. nice. I like that. But these didn't have back prints. Yeah, there's nothing on the back. Most is... of the T-shirts, in fact, did not have print on the yeah. back. And they're, pay- they're asking you to pay £40 pounds yes. for a T-shirt that is doesn't really say, A, who you went to see, mm. when you went to see them. Yep. And it's not... You could buy this at the, your mm. record shop around the corner. There'd yeah. be no difference between that yeah. and this T-shirt. And there were a few T-shirts that had the tour dates on the back. There was one that had but, the tour T-shirt. But they did dates. have particularly interesting front designs in that no, case. No, not at all. Was... There was one that just had random letters. Yeah. And we were, we were struggling for ages to find a meaning in mm. the letters. There were like individual letters on a T-shirt in various positions on the T-shirt, but they didn't seem to spell yeah. a word or anything. It was anything. like they were like a constellation or something, yeah. but didn't seem to but correspond there was, there was, to anything. Yeah, so we, we spent ages thinking about that, which is probably the point of the mm. design. Yeah. But when you then can't have an ah yeah. moment, you're just left with a t-shirt yeah. for the next 20 years that you literally have no idea what it's And about. then whenever anybody comes up and says, oh, what's your t-shirt? You just go, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look good when you have to go, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. even, even on the back, it just said... Uh, the ones with the dates, it just said Peter Gabriel 2023. It's P- PG23, wasn't it? On yeah, all on of them. them. But on the on the tour one, mm. it said Peter Gabriel right. 2023 tour. Yeah. It wasn't even in an interesting font. No. It was just it was just like somebody had typed it. Yeah. It was it was quite underwhelming. It I didn't was. I didn't buy one in the end because 
I wasn't going to pay £40 for a T-shirt with printing on the front that I could pick up from HMV next week or Mm. what have you. I mean, I bought a pale blue one that had I.O. on it in darker blue, which I quite liked. Yes, because you bought that because it matches your tongue, didn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, But I normally like to buy a couple of Mm, T-shirts. I mean, I did... Genesis bought two T-shirts. We used to head straight to the merch, don't we? Nothing there. It's like that was the only one that I... And I kind of only bought that one because I wanted a T-shirt. Yeah, I mean, we were saying last night, um, when we're coming back, the ones that did have something on the back mm. just had that PG-23. Mm. And people had just come up to you and go, is that a new brand of tea? <laughs> yeah, PG-23. Yeah. 23 brand. For those uh, for those international uh, yeah. listeners, yes. we have a brand of tea over here called PG Tips. Mm. So it would people in Britain would go, is that a new version of tea you've got on there? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, updated 2023 yeah. tea. It was, it was very minimalist. Tea 2.0. Yeah, <laughs> it was very minimalist. The ones that did have something yeah. on the back, and it yeah. just wasn't enough to spend yeah. forty pounds on. Exactly, and there was there was a there was caps though. I think it was only one design of caps. Oh, those they? caps! They looked so horribly cheap. They did, and they weren't cheap. They no, they weren't. But they looked like those promo caps that mm. you get "Kiss Me Quick" on the front of yeah. at uh, the seaside for a pound yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. They just looked horrible. They weren't nice fitting baseball caps. Mm. They were the horrible cheap ones. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't very nice. And they had, a, I think there was a mug as well, wasn't they? But there was a mug, but that was, the guy, on it. that was the guy next to me buying a T-shirt for 40 quid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. i tell you one thing that I did buy that I was quite pleased with, which you already know, the tour programme. You did. You tour program. enjoy that, didn't tour you? Program. I, I do like a tour programme. I do like a tour programme, as you know. And um, this one's a particularly good one. It's really thick. It's about 80, 90 pages long. Um, it's perfect bound, so it's like got a spine on it, full of articles. It's more like a magazine. It's, it's very, very well presented, good. isn't it? Very, very good. Yeah, I mean I that mean, that is one of the few programs I've ever seen where you look at it and you go, you know what, that is actually yeah. worth the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was twenty quid, but but usually for twenty quid for a program, you just get some pics and yeah. slightest bit of dialogue yeah. written in there. And that's it. But yeah. this is actually a full-bound yeah. book. It's and very it's, good. It's got loads of articles all about each individual artwork for yeah. the, the track. It's got other features in there. I've not properly dived into it yet, but I'm really looking forward to reading that. So I'm, I, was, I was pleased with that. Not is so that because you were tired when you got home last night and couldn't read I it did, last yes. night? Yeah. Yes, fell asleep. Old man. <laughs> but that's merchandise, yeah. So... Hmm. We, weren't, was, we weren't impressed no. with merchandise, were we? Thinking about it, actually, just going back slightly to the attendance of the show. Mm-hmm. And when we went to see Genesis, we were in that queue for... We were. I mean, it went it went down the street. Yeah. Past where the steps are for the exit. Yeah. When we joined it, and we were in that queue. I mean, they were, you know, th- people were flowing through quite quickly for yeah. that. So yeah. we weren't in the queue for hours, but we no. were in the queue for a while, and it took a bit of time to get up there. This time, we walked straight to the queue, which was up near the en- entrance, and yeah. we were we in in 15 in. minutes. Yeah. Apart from that sizest security guard picking on me again. They weren't searching you because of your size. They were. It was because of the inordinate amount of metal you had on your person. (laughs) Anybody who needs 87 keys in their pocket at any one time. (laughs) Says the man who brought his car keys. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why I bought my car keys, considering we had a hotel room, but there you go. Uh, And they didn't stop me. Obviously, they thought, uh, well, he's obviously too old to be dangerous. (laughs) What you can do, granddad? We can tackle him easy. (laughs) Throw your Zimmer frame at us. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we got inside into the venue and we sat sat in our seats, which were quite high up, which I was quite pleased. And quite uncomfortable. Quite uncomfortable. Very Mm. uncomfortable seats. But we're in roughly the same sort of distance away from the stage as we were for Genesis, but we were more central. So we had a better view of the stage. We did. 
Um, but well, I'd just like to point out that at the height we were at, there was only us and the occasional 747 pilot <laughs> at the same height. Yeah, it was really high. We were really high, yeah. yeah. I mean, we weren't even the highest. We tier, were so. not. But going up those steps, oh, those steps were steep. Yes. Oh, my word, that was steep. Yeah. Going down, oh, yeah. that was... that was. They should think about these things for Peter Gabriel fans. We're all old. They should have we're escalators. Just... You should be <laughs> exactly. moving up slowly. Yeah. Going, Can you stop here? This is my row. <laughs> yeah. Um, the standard yeah. stainless, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have somewhere to put your nachos and your yeah. pints. Um, exactly. um, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Um, they should do that. You should put that in. Yeah. That's an idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we had a good view of the stage if from a distance. But because the setup of it wasn't like the Genesis one, Genesis, they had lots of big screens. They did. And like a big screen behind the band yeah. and then screens either side. Can I just interrupt here for mm. one second? Yeah. Because you know how I hate to interrupt you. Mm, you do. I do. Um, they did have the big screen at the back, mm. which was used mostly for the art. But what Pete did... Pete, because I know him personally, yeah. you know, obviously. Or we're, Pete. We're like that. Yeah. Um, he had two screens either side... Mm. For you know, close ups of yes. the band. Unfortunately, these were like forty feet long and two feet high. <laughs> yeah. It was like ultra, ultra, ultra widescreen. So <laughs> when they showed any member of the band, you got maybe their nose, yeah, and then a huge swathe of nothingness, yes, on either side of them. They were terrible screens. Yeah, they weren't that great. I mean, I was struggling to see who that you know. You couldn't. Oh, you that could, oh, is that is that Peter's ear? I can't. I can't tell. And at, at that distance, you really couldn't make much out on the screens anyway. The you, the when they put like Pete on the screen, mm. he was only about two times bigger than he was on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that that was not disappointing, but that was slightly meh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the art, the backdrop, of the art was some of that was really good. Mm-hmm. Some of it was just a bit meh. Yeah. Um, I didn't really see why it went. The effort no. of doing that. Well, 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 but something else I want to bring up beforehand yeah. is Pete had his entire sound crew, stage crew, and everything dressed in orange jumpsuits. Mm. It did look like he was being supported by minions. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah. but it was easy to spot the, the, the stage crew. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, when they were walking across the stage in the black, like trying to change the set so nobody would notice, you really noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you could, you know, the. The chains around their ankles and that was unnecessary. I thought, and the balls. Exactly. That was just. Un- I mean, when you yeah. sign a contract, Peter Gabriel, you sign, you sign a contract. contract. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. So when we went, when we actually went into the venue, there was that uh, little video on the screen, wasn't there, of the guy painting? That the... was that was at the same time interesting and boring as hell. Yeah. It was. It, you couldn't. Let's explain just the setup. So there was a for, for a, our visually impaired <laughs> listeners. <laughs> well, this this is an audio podcast, yeah. so I need to describe it. So there was a, a circular screen above the stage, which during the show lots of artwork was shown. But at the, before the gig, there was a clock face displayed on that with a video of a guy behind the clock face. So you could only sort of see him as if you were seeing yeah. him through a... Through a, a misted window. Yeah, through yeah. A, like a bathroom window or something like that. He's done a lot of that, I have you? done a lot of that. Um, but he was painting the clock hands onto the clock and then rubbing them off and painting the next time. But he was doing it in real time. Yeah, he was doing it at the actual time. So when it was twenty, when he was writing 20 to 8 on there, it was actually 20 to yeah. 8. It was really well done. Yeah, it it was, took us a while to twig that, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. It was like, what's he doing? And then after... Then Simon like, looked at his watch and went... Oh, hang on. It's the actual time. It was not yeah. just a video. But the best so, thing about that was, when it got to 8 o'clock, when Pete was coming on the stage, 
and he was late. It carried on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he kept going. Basically, the guy was going, he's late, and yeah. just kept doing the time. <laughs> yeah. It was about seven minutes past when it he was. finally came yeah, yeah. onto the stage. But that was really fascinating, I thought. Yeah, it, just... it was a nice piece, I thought. Mm. But at the same time, it was very much like watching, it was literally like watching paint dry. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you just watch it, and you go, well, that's interesting, but it's not something you could watch. But, no. but at the same time, it was kind of hypnotic. Mm. Yeah, it was like you kept yeah. getting drawn to I've it. I've never been like, so <laughs> hypnotically bored in my entire life. It was it was a weird experience. Yeah. I liked it. Mm. But at the same time, it was like, I was bored, but I was yeah. enjoying it. I mean, it's not going to be something sense. you'd want to watch at home. You oh, know, get no. in and I just really fancy watching that video of a guy painting a I hope if it releases it as a video, that's on there as a second track, because I haven't watched that. But I'd be disappointed if it's not right to the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, it's not he that says time. it's 2020. It's 4.15. <laughs> I'd be disappointed. Though. Oh, this video's wrong. <laughs> this video's rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, so there was that, and that was quite interesting. And then Peter came on and opened the, opened with a couple of songs, and they kind of did a campfire, didn't they, in the middle of the they stage? They did, which, which Peter was, lit. Which was quite with interesting. With a dramatic... Uh, yeah. Representation. Yes, like a meteorite coming yes, down, it was, and then it was telling a story. Yeah. As he came onto the stage on his own at the very beginning and did this little monologue, mm. and then lit the campfire. Yeah. And then the rest of the band came on yeah. and they they did a song around well, the campfire. It, the it only was... thing I have hated about that. Mm. Was that it was so badly lit you could barely tell anybody was on the stage. Yeah, you couldn't see. And them, they right? weren't using the side screens at that point. No, no, that was that was quite annoying. Um, but yeah, because it was him and Tony Levin did one song, and then the rest of the band came on and they did another. Snuck on. Yeah, and then they did a, the set from there. Well, we assumed the rest of the band were there. We could barely see it. Couldn't see yeah. it. But um, but throughout the show there was um, the backdrop screen that wasn't being used for the band. It was being used for the artwork, and then there was a circular screen that was also being used for artwork. That, Mobile that circular screen. That kept moving screen. around, yeah. didn't it? That was had lights around the rim as well because they were using that as a light at the yes. start. Um, and there was each song was accompanied by different artwork. There was there was also a understage light was that there? was projecting stuff up in the middle. There was a oh, circular yes, one. Oh yes, there was. That's right. But you couldn't see that. No. Unless you were up in the bleachers. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. That was a lot of money spent for something but you couldn't did, see. A, a few times it showed that on the screens. Yeah. Because I thought it they? was being projected down from mm. above, but it wasn't because there weren't there were no shadows on there yeah. when people was walking over it. So it's projected from beneath. Mm. It's a lot of money for something nobody can see. Yeah. But he spent a lot of money, obviously, making the artwork for every single song because each song yeah. had different artwork. Yeah. All, Even the old songs, not just the new ones. Yeah. And they were all supplied by different artists and mm. as he was introducing the songs he'd also introduced the artists yeah. who did the various pieces of artwork yeah. that were, or representations or small movies or yeah. things like that yeah so that was that was kind of nice but it meant nothing to me oh vienna no no because i don't know art. i know art i know what i like yeah. but i don't know anything about these guys well i know a lot about art but i don't know what i like fair enough fair enough <laughs> but it's like it was interesting that he did this, but mm. um, this was, I, you got the feeling that this was a personal project. Yeah. Because these these names meant nothing to, yeah, I, exactly. I would say, 99% of the people exactly. in the audience. Exactly. I mean, and, and the, the new stuff, the art that accompanied the new stuff. So the tracks that have been released so far, that was basically the, the artwork that accompanied those releases. Yeah. But then you got the, there were several new songs, which we'll talk about in a minute, that hadn't been released yet. That also had artwork, but you had no context for it. No, and a lot so, of it was AI generated, mm, wasn't it? Which it looked very like keen it, of. Yeah. Um, but it also, but what you found it was that AI generated stuff tends to produce pictures in accordance with some of the words of the song, mm. but then they're just random images. Yeah. They have no meaning. Yeah, and they're just 
I'm sure it's very clever, but yeah. it just looks quite messy. Well, he I played think. that AI-generated video at the start, didn't he, before he yeah. came on for the court? Which everybody watched for at least 14 seconds before yeah. turning away and going, bored of that already. Yeah. I, I mean, we must sound like complete Philistines at the moment. <laughs> and to be fair, that's pretty accurate. We are. Yeah. Um, this, this all got the, the feel of a, a Pete personal project. Mm. Yeah, which, you know, is fine, but... It's his tour. It's his tour, but if he spent that much money on it, that's why the tickets are so expensive. That's why people didn't go to Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. Well, originally we we booked Manchester before they even announced Nottingham. We did. Um, And then when the Nottingham... For those international listeners, Mm. uh, Nottingham was the last tour he was going to do in England, I think? Or was it just before this, wasn't it? No, it it was before. It was because he... Last week he did, I think it was London, then Birmingham, then it was going to be Nottingham, then Glasgow, then Manchester. Yeah. So that was going to be this week. So, I mean, when he says logistical problems, potentially that could be it, yeah, from but, getting from Nottingham to Glasgow in a was, day. It was ticket sales. We think it was ticket sales. Um, but we were to be a- fair, what he did, for those listening outside the country who don't know, when he announced that they were going to cancel Nottingham, he said everybody who bought a ticket would be given tickets at his other venues, which which says they didn't sell out either, mm. to be perfectly honest. But also they will get a free piece of merch and an invitation to the sound checks. Mm. So, I mean, you know, if you, you can't say he didn't go out and get yeah. the extra mile to cover any expenses you had, yeah. even though you had to travel now for a ticket. Yeah. And... But and last that, minute as well. Yeah, but that was that was pretty decent. Most places would just cancel yeah. and give you your money back. But yeah. he actually kind of said sorry, so yeah. that was nice. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and some companies they wouldn't even refund you like your booking fee. No, even no. if they cancelled it. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, you know, that was pretty good. But anyway, we were we we originally booked Manchester when the tickets were announced, and then when he announced Nottingham as a, a, an extra gig, you swore. I was yeah, because again, for international listeners, we live pretty much in Nottingham. Well, we don't. Not in God, Nottingham City. God, we don't. But we close, live in Derby. Close enough to Nottingham yeah. that we can get there on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been nice. Yeah. Special so, bus, but exactly. a bus. Exactly. Yeah. So that was quite annoying. Yeah. And I almost, almost tried to buy tickets for Nottingham and then refund our Manchester tickets. And at the end of the day, I thought, well, it'd be quite nice to get away from everything for a night and go mm. somewhere else, stay in a hotel. Well, the thing was, my wife didn't want to come on this. I'm sorry, yeah. girls, if you think I'm single out there, but I am taken. I, <laughs> I don't want to break any hearts. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, ladies. Taken. Uh, I'm taken. <laughs> um, but my wife once said, she said, I'll tell you what, why don't we buy tickets for Nottingham? So I could have ended up coming here twice tonight. So I would have had to come to Manchester and had one seat here, one vacancy. Keep running between Keep the two. Keep running of us. between seats. See who. How's it lo- going? Do you enjoy it? I just want to see Simon again. See, see where your loyalty lies. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, my wife would be disappointed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, so, so he did his best to, to you know, say apologise. Apologise. He did. I thought that. that was quite nice. It was very nice. Yeah. I thought. Okay, so let's talk about the set list then. So we started off, we didn't start off with a bang. We did not. I mean, you started off with, again, if you've got this far and you've still not turned off and you don't want spoilers, there are going to be some spoilers. He started off with Washing of the Water, which I think is a really good song. Yeah. I didn't think he played it particularly well. His voice seemed to be cracking. I mean, um, he, he certainly wasn't to the level where Phil Collins was when we saw Genesis, where he needed backing scenes yes. to support him yes. but on that first song he didn't seem quite together which as the set progressed once he got into the second song 
he got much better. And there yes. were a few bum notes here and there. there were, but but most generally of, speaking, his voice held his up voice very was well. Very, yeah. very good. I, mean, when he was, he, I think his voice started breaking when he was doing quiet singing. Yeah. When he did the powerful stuff, it was he held out much better. It tended to be, I noticed, when he was going from one register to another. Yeah. So when he was going from a, a low register and then he suddenly had to do a high bit. Yeah. It kind of cracked a bit. And similarly, when he was doing a more high bit and he had dropped into the low, it cracked. Yeah. But for the most part, you know... For the most part, it was pretty good, I thought. Very, very good. Um, I think we can say mm. that there were two parts to this. Yes. Uh, I mean, let's say, that, so the set was divided into two halves. We had the first half was about an hour and ten minutes, and the second half was probably about, about the same, same as well. Yeah. Um, I have to say, the point I was going to say before you interrupted me, which is quite a novel idea, mm, to be is. fair, um, this was a very adult yeah. outing, wasn't it? Yeah. This, this was not the... I'm going to play the hits and the kids yeah. can groove type thing. Yeah, this, this was, was a not. this was very much a, a sit down yeah. affair. This wasn't a greatest hits tour. No, this wasn't by no means. I mean, let's say roughly the set was probably fifty fifty. Brand new songs, the new album which hasn't yet been released. Let's yeah. not forget, yeah. and old songs. But, but it wasn't like you say the old songs weren't great hits. No. You know, he started off with Washing of the Water, which is an album track from from us. Um, and then I can't remember what he played after that. He played, I won't say Digging in the Dirt, but it wasn't Digging no, in the that Dirt. Was no, it was later. Growing Up. Growing it was up, Growing Up, which is from Up, which again is a great track. I love both those tracks. Mm. But it was not a slash, slap, bang, crash opening to no, the show. No, no. People were still sat on their seat. Mm. Um, nobody was getting up and, and cheering at this. Very low key. Yeah, and... It, they were, they were followed by polite applause. Yeah, is the best way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm going to compare to Genesis because it was the same same place we saw them. Yeah, and they opened with Duke's Travels. Yeah, which is which everybody was up and dancing at that. Brilliant. Point. Yeah, um, and this kind of opened with Peter coming on stage, and it must have been five minutes of him talking and yeah. explaining things. And I mean, making a few jokes, and it was quite entertaining. Oh yeah, he was very entertaining. And I remember turning to you and saying, "Have we accidentally walked into a lecture?" Yeah. Yeah, it did, it did have that feel. <laughs> yeah, because he was almost electric. And then he played the song. And then he did another little bit about talking about people communicating and being around a campfire. Yeah. And then and, and then throughout the rest of the set, there were odd bits where he... The first half, say something, when but, he was doing the introductions hmm. to the songs, he was kind of telling a story yes. of evolution of the planet yeah. uh, up to the dinosaurs yeah. and, and beyond um, in a very loose way. Yeah. But it kind of flowed mm. uh, as he introduced the songs. But it was it was it was very subdued. Mm. You were you could not be mistaken for thinking people were sat there watching it with a cup of tea and some biscuits. Yeah, yeah. It was that kind of gig. Yeah, there were no rousing tracks, were there, in the first no. half? Really? No. Well, I mean, there were some great tracks. There were there were some rousing tracks later on. But, later on, yeah. But the opening of the set was really low key. Yeah, very low key. This was a track listing which you could say started slowly, mm. but it didn't really then pick up. The second half of the gig, mm. there was more quiet track, then a boom track, mm. and then a quiet track, and then a quiet track, mm. and then a quiet track, then a boom track, mm. and a quiet track, quiet track, boom. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't even building up to something through all of this. It wasn't yeah. building to a big finale. No. It was just randomly going along. Mm. So you, if you got up to dance, uh, which there was one woman at the front of the auditorium. Hi, if you're listening, you're probably not. <laughs> but there was one woman right at the front of the stage, just one woman yeah. who danced her backside off yeah. all the way through. Even, I think, when Peter was just talking, yeah. she was dancing. So <laughs> not sure if she was actually at the gig or doing something else entirely. Yeah. But she was just stood up dancing. And everybody around her was sort of giving her this, 
you're right, love. Look, um, but it, it it was a very very slow and steady mm. gig, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was more like an audience with than yeah. uh, than a gig yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah, it was. It was. We're not going to work through the full track list. If you want to know what the set list is, um, you can go on set list FM. I'm sure it'll be up there. Yeah, this um, we don't want to give spoilers no, at this point because no. there are people, international people, are listening to us who have yet to yeah. see people on tour. Yeah, but like I say, it was probably fifty fifty. Brand new tracks, old yeah. tracks. Um, what do you think of the new tracks? I mean, you've not really listened to the new tracks that have been released, um, have you? Not a lot, not a lot. We listened to some on the way up in the car, mm. didn't we? Yeah. They were fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're fine. They're okay. Mm. I quite like them. Mm. But um, there were some of the tracks that he decided to play last night that when I went to the toilet... Yes. Uh, sorry to bring that up again, everyone. <laughs> um, but I went because the song he was playing was boring me so much. I it had was, to go. It was playing for time. Yeah. Um, and, everybody, uh, so. I think, I think that might have been why so many people were outside <laughs> at that time. People were yeah. just, it was it was quite dull to listen to yeah. as a song. Yeah. And there was a couple of others in the second half that mm. I'm sure I heard snoring at one point. Well, there you. was a song in the second half, and I'm ashamed to say this, I don't know what it was called. I don't think he introduced it, or if he did, I didn't hear what he said. And it was quite long and slow. And honestly, it was by this time, it was sort of 11, 30, 11, 11 Way past your bedtime. And I started to nod off, to be perfectly honest. And I literally did nod off, and then everybody started clapping, and I did that, and woke up and started clapping. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the only time I did that. <laughs> but, but it was very long and very slow. I, wonder, I said I heard snoring come from somewhere. <laughs> literally me. Um, but for the most part, I think the new tracks held up quite well. They did. They were performed well. They were. I thought Road to Joy, I thought, was particularly good live. Yes. And um, that was really came across well. And I, I really love Four Kinds of Horses. I think that's a really good song. And that came across well, oh, too. Okay, yeah. Um, but all the, new, all the new tracks came across. Yeah. There were more tracks played than we have heard yet. So there was a track called Olive Tree, yeah. which was quite up-tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That was quite good. And there was another track, which I forget the name of, which was almost sort of um, Celtic, folky, almost. That was in the second half. Not very upbeat, but a kind of different sound for Peter, yeah. almost. Um, and that was quite good. Um, but we'll see, won't we? I, I'm just surprised... The album isn't out yet, mm. especially as he's been playing so many tracks and the, from the, the tour, album. The tour started in the UK side of it, specifically started May, or was it that European well, one the, started May eighteenth? Was the first yeah. gig um, in? So you just thought he would be releasing the album, mm. if not at the beginning, then at least halfway through. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going to be playing a brand new album, and you're going to be playing all the part, tracks from part it. of the album promotion. He's also going to bring you tickets into your gigs. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he... I think, I think he played all of the new album across the set. Yeah. And to have not released all of the new album and play it live seemed like a weird decision. It's also made... It's also left the audience sort of bemused because Mm. they were listening to tracks they hadn't heard before. Yeah. And they weren't sure how to respond in some cases because some were, as we said, you know, quite slow and melancholy Mm. and... They left the crowd going, is this going to pick up in a minute? Should I stand up? Should yeah. I clap? Should I? And Peter's use of the audience. Mm. Um, there were some instances during the songs where he seemed to want to get the audience to clap, yeah. but didn't say, come on, everybody, clap along. Yeah. And that left the audience going, is he doing percussion to the song? Yeah. Or are we supposed to join in? Yeah. 
there were some half-hearted attempts to clap along, mm. but people just weren't sure yeah. whether they were supposed and, to be. Until the very end. Yes. And then everybody got joining in, didn't they? After Kinda, the yeah. last couple of tracks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. But his interactions with the crowd were very much like, I'm going to tell you something. Yes. Yeah. Not like, you know, like with Phil, again, going back to Genesis, doing, you know, the last domino or doing the Home by the Sea business. Yeah. Yeah. Raising the lights and all that stuff. So that was that was interesting. A different approach. Different um, approach. But yeah, it, uh, it kind of worked. I mean, it would almost have been nice for Peter to actually do something like that. Interact. But, but he's never really done that anyway. No, he's always no. been a case of this is a song about all the people who died of hemorrhoids in the last 20 years with no support. I want to know what song <laughs> that is too. I really do. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but... Arse of Darkness. I was, I was just thinking Muse's Black Holes and Revelations, <laughs> but there you go. Supermassive um, Black Hole. Yeah, Supermassive Black Hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, let's talk about some of the other songs he did, mm. because he didn't do just new stuff. No, he didn't. He did not. Oh, but when it comes to the old stuff, now, mm. Peter seems to have forgot he did anything before so, yeah. bar two tracks. Yeah, I think there were, um, well, he ended with Biko. That's his regular yes. set end, and that's yeah. not a spoiler. No. Um, a, a very, very good version of Biko. It was a good Thoroughly version Thoroughly enjoyable. Um, got very the, dramatic. Very dramatic. Got the crowd cheering and clapping away. The brilliant, yeah. And brilliant. chanting. Chanting, yeah. Um, and then what was the other one he played that was from before? So, um, Salisbury Hill. Salisbury Hill, yeah. And that was it, wasn't it, I think? That was it. That was all he did old yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Which was quite was... disappointing. I was expecting more of a mix of stuff. Yeah. But if you're going to see Peter expecting, you know, a classic Peter Gabriel, yeah. you're not. It's mostly new. I would have liked to have heard Rhythm of the Heat. Yeah. Um, I'd have liked to have heard Shock the Monkey. I'd have to have heard Intruder. Yeah. 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 He did pick some fairly deep cut tracks as well from those he albums. Did. I mean, he, he played the obvious tracks from So. I mean, he, he, he did three tracks from So. Yeah. Didn't he? he ended the first set with Sledgehammer, yeah. which was incredible. That was really good. Really, yeah. really good. However, um, I thought the version of Big Time they did in the mm, second part yeah. didn't sound right. He did sort of mumble into the beginning of Big Time, mm. and he didn't get that yeah. he there, bang, yeah. thing going on. And it was just sort of a mumbled, mm. rambling intro. Yeah. So you never quite got the rhythm of the song, mm. um, which which was a shame. Yeah. And then he also did... Um, Don't give in up. Your Eyes. In Your Eyes. Oh, oh, so he did four off, so actually. Yeah, he did In Your Eyes. Yeah, I, he forgot, did that, I forgot In Your Eyes. did that towards the end, didn't he? That was, his was that his first encore? Yes, it was, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. yes. And that um, was a brilliant version of that. It was really good. Yeah. Um, and Don't Give Up. I mean, he yeah. had a um, one of the backing... Group Ayana Witter Johnson, a very talented woman, very good. She seemed to play just about anything they mm -hmm. threw at her. But during "Don't Give Up," her vocals on that yeah. were truly brilliant. Yes, they I thought were. her voice. I mean, the audience when she started singing it mm. burst into applause because yeah. she was doing it so well. I mean, he's obviously he's used a lot of singers to do that song in the past. Yeah. Um, and of all the live versions I've heard, I think she is the one who's done the yeah, best job. Yeah, she was very good. I mean, Kate Bush, she's hard act She's a hard beat, act to follow, yeah. But, but she's the this, best version I've this, heard. This lady, don't, uh, don't get me wrong, wasn't trying to impersonate Kate mm, Bush. No. She very much threw her own shade on she it. She did. But it was a very good rendition. Superb. Yeah. Superb. And the, the crowd yeah. really went with it. We did. Yeah. did. And then when she was doing, um, they were doing In Your Eyes 
at the front of the stage together, weren't they yeah. as well? Um, yeah. And she was doing trying to do the Yusu and Do bits, yeah. which didn't really work so well. But her voice stunning. But there's one song I can't remember which one it was, and she was sat at the back, wasn't she? Ray on the raised bit at the back, yeah. play, just playing the cello. Just playing the cello. I can't remember which song it was. It's towards the end of the second set, um, and that was pretty good. I mean, she was brilliant. She was very she was good. Really good. She, she played, let's say, everything they threw at her. Mm. And I thought it was mean of them to keep throwing instruments at her. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, very, very cruel. Um, but songs-wise, I think there's some some interesting choices. Yeah, I mean, I thought uh, opening the second set with darkness, I thought was genius. Yeah, because I love that track anyway, yeah. and that was kind of the big bang open. It was that you wanted for the whole gig, really. Yeah, the whole gig should yeah. start with that. Yeah. But as you said, there were some strange choices. There was one in the first half and one in the second half mm. where you thought, time to go to the bar right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, but the whole set, really, the, we were talking about it last night and again mm. this morning. There were several songs on there that you think, that's the kind of song you listen to at home, mm. not the sort of stuff you listen to in an auditorium. Yeah. Yeah. There were some very sit down, shut up and listen to this track, which is great yeah. but you know when you pay this kind of money to mm. go and see a gig you want a show yeah. he, and these weren't showy yeah. tracks no that's that's right this was that, see that's I've been thinking about that this, this was more a performance than a show that's what I get said from right from the beginning yeah. this is a very adult yeah. uh, theatrical event yeah. it was not a gig yeah you know, this wasn't Queen crashing in with Tie Your Mother Down, blast, bang, straight into the rock track, bang, straight into another rock track, bang, straight yeah. into another track. Slow it down a little yeah. bit. This wasn't... Slow it down a little bit, then bang, into another rock track. Yeah. This was slow start, slow so... build, sl- literally a slow build up to... A slow finish. A slow finish. <laughs> <laughs> well, up to a sledgehammer finish, yeah. and then into the, the, the second set. See... I think it might have worked better from that point of view if literally they'd swapped the sets around. Open with Darkness, mm. do all those tracks there, finish yeah. with Big Time, yeah. break. Yeah. Then Peter comes in with his little acoustic bit with them around the campfire yeah. and his little introduction. That would have worked perfectly yeah. well as an opener for the second we set. Were, we were saying, weren't we, that we were going to see how many people came back for the second half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then end with Sledgehammer and then you're on call with in your eyes and then beaker because the, there were times when the crowd was shouting out yeah. for songs because they were cr- yeah. they were quite clearly supper's ready <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll go now sort of but there were there were quite clearly members of the crowd that were not mm. that into what was being played yeah. and wanted to hear more of the hits which is fair enough yeah. you paid a massive whack of money to come yeah. and see this guy You'd like to hear some yeah. of the hits, yeah. And to say there was a shame that he didn't really go back any further mm. than so. Yeah, but I mean that begs the question of who is this show for? Well, we were saying when we when we got there, there were a lot of people wearing Peter Gabriel t-shirts, yeah. and they were all so t-shirts. Yeah. You just think, have you heard of anything else by Peter Gabriel? I mean, I saw I saw a couple of people wearing um, Peter Gabriel three t-shirts, right? Um, as we were walking around. But yeah, the majority of it was was so. Yeah. I saw a couple of people wearing Genesis t-shirts as well. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, but who is this? Who was this show for? I mean, this was a show for hardcore Peter, Peter Gabriel, Gabriel fans. Yeah. But are hardcore Peter Gabriel fans going to fill the AO arena? But then at the, the same answer is well, quite no, clearly, no. <laughs> and the other thing is, hardcore Peter Gabriel fans will yeah. want to listen to his old stuff as yeah. well. So it was. It was. Who was that? You're quite right. Who who was this actually yeah. for? If not for a Peter Gabriel vanity project? Yeah, 
yeah. um, because it was just hardcore fans were going to be disappointed because it didn't play anything mm. old. Fans of his so area were going to be massively disappointed because well, it no, was... if if all you know is so, yeah, you're probably well served because you get four four of the biggest tracks from out of two hours. Five. Five because he played Red Rain as well. Oh, he did, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. So, but play... that's five in two but hours. Yeah, exactly. So two hours. Well, two hours forty. So if all that. you know is so, you're lost, and you've come to this gig expecting to hear a lot of so, you're going to be half disappointed because yeah. you've got some of that. Yeah, and if you're a hardcore fan, you're going to be really disappointed because yeah. he's not playing any classics. And if you're a casual fan, you're going to be who completely only knows bored. The hits, <laughs> yeah, you've got three or four. Yeah, and that was it. And um, to be honest, unless you're a fan of his later music, mm. you're going to be quite disappointed by this yeah. tour. I mean, for me, I am a hardcore Peter Gabriel fan. I thought it was a really good set list because he was deep cuts. Yeah. But I would have liked to have heard some deep cuts Classic. from earlier. Yeah. Rhythm of the Heat. Yeah. Uh, in, like, say, Intruder. Um... I know it doesn't really do games without Frontiers <laughs> anymore because he's yeah. bored of it. But, you know, that would have been nice to throw yeah. in just, just for the fans. Yeah. Considering how long it's been since he's toured. Throw a curve curveball in, drop something like Slow Burn or Modern Love from Pete Gabriel's yeah. first album. Yeah, why not? But there's just, it was, I'm, as you know, uh, I haven't heard much since the first four albums. Yeah. And I've heard so, yeah. and I like so, mm-hmm. but I, I prefer his older stuff. Yeah. Um, so for me, there were some really dull tracks mm. last night, um, yeah. because they were just too slow and yeah. quite obviously personal to Peter. Mm. But they meant nothing to the casual listener yeah. Yeah. who was hearing them for the first time. Yeah. This, but this, again, if I sat at home listening to these, I'd probably really enjoy them. Mm. But having sat there going, I'm quite bored. And I've mm. paid £120 for this. <laughs> um, that was, well, to be yeah. fair, you paid £120 because you treated me to this, didn't mm, you? I did. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not getting that money back. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm. it immensely. Yeah. It was yes. great fun. Let's say yeah. that. The, the evening was great yeah. fun. I don't want listeners to get the wrong impression no. because we no. thoroughly, we thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed it. It was absolutely yeah. excellent. I'm really glad. And we've said that there we were went. some slow tracks that we did that I didn't enjoy, but that was perhaps two. Mm. Um, the rest of them, it was a beautiful sit down evening of some very fine music. Yes. Interspersed with the odd yeah. rock track. Yeah. But it was very much an yeah. easy listening evening. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you get that with any gig. You get a couple of tracks where everybody's like, right, toilet time. Yeah, that <laughs> is true. time. That is so true. it wasn't any different to any other gig in no. that respect. No. But um, this 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 was a very adult-oriented evening with Peter Gabriel. Yes. You can't call it a gig. Mm. It was an evening with Peter Gabriel and friends. Yeah. yeah. That's the best way of describing this yeah. tour. And it's a beautiful evening. Yeah. The, the artwork, although it bemused us mostly, was fine, mm-hmm. and it was it was lovely to look at. Yeah. And he introduced them all, and there was some really nice that screen, that opaque screen mm. that he dropped halfway through. Yeah, that, that was for darkness. Where, yeah, yeah. It, it was like a, a, a screen that he dropped that was like clear plastic, mm-hmm. but he could make parts of it opaque yeah. and paint on it and have rains. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lovely yeah. effect. Yes. And that was used very well on it was. stage. He, uh, two or three songs he had that down yeah. for, didn't he? Yeah, and that, was, that worked really well. And yeah. when he had a stick and he was painting colours mm. on it, um, that, that was, was that was very, very effective. Yeah, um, some really good visuals. So it's visually, it's it's quite an evening with Peter yeah. Kidd. So he had a lot of new faces in his band as well. We've already mentioned Ayana. Yeah. Uh, then he had a, uh, a lady called Mar- Marina Moore on violin and backing vocals. She was very good. She was. Um chap called Josh Spack on trumpet and some other wind instruments and keyboards. What do you think of the use of trumpets on that? I thought it was quite interesting that he was using live trumpets on things like Sledgehammer. Yes. That was that worked really well. That was well, very good, yeah. Um, 
That was good. Um, See, Simon's having to look at the book. I am. I can't to see who names. was who was on stage. But Peter introduced them all about fifteen <laughs> times. He did, didn't he? he During did. the night, he, he kept in- he introduced them all yeah. at about four different places. Yeah. And then after every song, he'd introduce standout members yeah. of the band in that. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't yeah, remember, remember who was on there. And I think he must have said Tony Levin on the. Bottom end about five times. At least five times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had Tony Levin, obviously, he's obviously. a regular contributor along with Manukatje and uh, David Rhodes, yep. long term members of his band. Um, he also had uh, Richard Evans, who played keyboards and he played uh, mandolin and I think yeah. he played a wind instrument as well at one point. Yes, he played like a. a, a was it an oboe? Electronic oboe or yeah, flute. It was, like, it was that, like a pipe connected yeah. something. And he also played the flute as well at one yeah. point. Um, and then he had uh, Don E, who played bass and keyboards and also I don't know if you it was really odd as they were doing the outro to In Your Eyes yeah Don E just suddenly played something randomly he in the did. middle of it that was that weird didn't fit with the rest of the song no, I couldn't understand couldn't hear what he was singing no he just burst seconds. into a keyboard solo but it wasn't a keyboard solo he was playing like a snippet of his song, but yeah. it was nothing to do with anything that was going on. No, that was it's really like odd. he suddenly had a fit. <laughs> yeah. It was very strange. It's like, and Donnie on the keyboard, right, I'm going to play something I want to play now. <laughs> it was kind of like, I, don't, I wanted to say like Jamaican or something, because it had that know. sort of rhythm kind of going on. Soul or Motown yeah. almost, or blues something. or like Ray Charles was, or something like that. It, it was it very was, odd. It, it was like he'd just suddenly been possessed <laughs> for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Very odd. It was very strange. Um, but they all... Very, very good musicians. Very talented. Really, yeah. really good. It I mean, was a, a good ensemble, band, wasn't it? Solid yeah. band he's got yeah. with him. Um, and like I say, Ayana doing the, those uh, Kate Bush vocals on Don't Give Up. Yeah. Stunning. It and, was stunning. Um, and Manukache, I noticed, probably got the biggest cheer of the night when he was introducing them at the start. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just a solid band. Really good. I like, I like the fact that Peter, he's got his core guys, David and Manu and, and Tony. Mm. But he likes to use new talent yeah. around all yeah. of those. Um, and, you know, it brings a real... I think it probably contributes to some of the older songs yeah. sounding fresh. Yeah. I mean, some Sledgehammer, of... that's probably the best live version of Sledgehammer I've yeah. heard. I didn't like the live version of Big Time. No. I, mm. And then and, and Red Rain. I didn't quite like the composition mm. of that. It didn't sound right from where we were sitting. Yeah. But other than that... The, Perfect sound mm. across all of it. Yeah, and in fact, the only person I noticed making a mistake was Peter at the start. I think it was, uh, I can't remember which track it was. It was the third track, because they played Washing of the Water and they played Growing Up, and they played that around the campfire. And then when they all went off to the actual places on the stage of their instruments, Peter Gabriel started the next song too early. Oh, yes. He he did. Said, yeah. oh, that's the first mistake of the night. Yeah. <laughs> and he was the only one I noticed making any sort of mistake. Yeah. Everybody else was on top of it, so... Um, but yeah, cool. So anyway, in conclusion, in conclusion, if you were thinking of going to see Peter on the North American tour, bear in mind that you're not going to be hearing the hits, yeah. but you are going to be hearing a lot of deep cuts. And you are going to be having a great night. And you're going to thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Because yeah. um, despite what we've said, I mean, we both agreed that that was a very good it was, evening. It was really, really yeah. enjoyable. Again, not prepared to use the word gig, because mm. I don't think gig fits what yeah. it is. No, it was a performance, not a show. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, you if you if you go in expecting the hits, you'll be disappointed. But if you go in wanting a solid two and a deep, half hours deep cut Peter Gabriel yeah. tracks from so onwards, yeah, you are going to have a thoroughly great time. Yeah. Um, I think, like I say, I think the only disappointing thing is that the 
new album hasn't been released. Yeah. I would have liked to have spent a lot of time listening to that album, getting favourite tracks yeah. from that to be able to go, oh, this is that track, I love I that love track. I love this track, yeah. I say, we just, most of those tracks we heard for the first time. Yeah. Well, I did, certainly. Well, you, was... you did. I mean, he's released six of them already. I think there are 11 tracks on IO from what rumours are saying. Yeah. So five of those tracks, probably most of the people in the room yeah. hadn't heard before. But yes, that's what to expect. That's what we thought. Yes. What did you think, listeners? I have to say, that was slightly longer than we were expecting to talk about this. I've got to edit this now. I know. So yeah. we were expecting to do a 15-minute bit, but as yeah. usual, we've rambled yeah. on. Uh, it'll be 10 minutes once I've cut you out. Um, so let us know what you thought of the Peter Gabriel tour by emailing us at revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com. If you're going to any of the North American shows... Let us know which show you're going to, and when you've seen those, let us know what you think. Let us know if they're any different. Let us know if they're any different. If you want to subscribe to our lovely little podcast and help us with the upkeep of our website, you can go to patreon.com slash revelationstationpodcast. Was it Revelation Station? I can't remember now. One of those two. Just go and patron search Revelation Station. Yeah. A pound a month and you get loads of bonus episodes. Get episodes a week early. Just released a bonus episode, which is a Steve Hackett defector bonus episode. Ooh. There's loads more up there as well. Uh, we will be back soon-ish, probably, with another episode for your delight and delectation. Two words I never thought I'd hear yeah. in, in uh, response to our yeah. podcast. If you can leave us a like and a comment on your podcasting app of choice, please do so. It helps us get seen. Share us with anybody you think might enjoy this, which is, let's be honest, it's nobody. Mostly your enemies, I Mostly assume. your enemies. Yeah. Um, but other than that, thanks for listening. I've been Simon. I've been Gary. Join Despite us. campaign asking <laughs> me not to be. Join us for our next episode. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sunny Manchester. <laughs>
additional content and bonus episodes throughout the year. You can contact us at revelationstationpodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Revelation Station production. There was some, there was some half-arsed. Yeah. Sorry. There was some half-arted. No. Half-arted. Half-arted. They were they were doing it. And they were just throwing shapes. No. There we go. Lovely. Fifty-nine minutes. Wow.